you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello, and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. Have you ever just wanted to manifest something into your life? Maybe it was something big, like a new job. Or maybe it was something small, like a book. But you weren't really sure how to go about doing that? I mean, I don't blame you. There are tons of ways to go about doing that. I'm sure most of you have heard about the law of attraction, which I have to say, there's a lot more to that than what the book The Secret is telling you. And if you turn to magic, I mean, there are many systems out there. You've got candle magic, elemental magic, planetary magic, necromancy, ceremonial magic, and all of them have specific rituals and rules that you have to abide by. And then there's chaos magic. Chaos magic is a system in magic that is mainly results-driven. It's more interested in the what do we have to add to the formula in order to get the results that we want. So with chaos magic, you have the liberty to pretty much just play around with it, explore and experiment with things to get the results that you want. But I wouldn't say that this system doesn't have any rules. Because it does. There is one. And that is, do not stay attached to any one way of doing things and or beliefs. Chaos magic has a reputation that you get to do whatever you want. And that it's lazy magic. Because you're just experimenting with different beliefs and tools. Because it's about doing and action, it has the unfortunate belief that not much research goes into it. But don't misunderstand. Yes, there is a lot of experimenting that goes on. But likewise, a lot of research. In fact, a great chaos practitioner will have vast knowledge of various beliefs, religions, and mythology from cultures all over the world. But in order to understand chaos magic a little better, let's back up a little bit. Let's start with, what is chaos? Because when most of us think about chaos, we usually picture it as something messy, not visually pleasing, disorder, and or as something disheveled. And if you look up the word chaos, you'll find that one of the definitions states that it is the formless and disordered state of matter before the creation of the cosmos. And in 
terms of Greek mythology, it's the most ancient of gods. It's the personification of infinity of space before the creation of the universe. It's the mother of all things. We could call it God, but that word already has the anthropomorphic ideas of religion. Chaos is not destruction and evil. It's the formless before the form. Alright, another word that we must familiarize ourselves with when talking about chaos magic is kia. Kia refers to the consciousness of the individual. It's the I. It's self-awareness. And kia is a fragment of that great life force of the universe. And chaos is the all. Kia is just an aspect of chaos. And it is manifested in the human life force. So if Kia is the individual consciousness and chaos is the universal consciousness, then Kia can become one with chaos and extend its will into the universe to produce magic. If this bit felt like it had your head spinning a little bit, <laughs> then buckle up, because this is just the beginning. Alright, so let's go over a little bit of its history. Austin Osmond Spare was an English artist and occultist. In fact, he is known to be one of the first occultist in modern times to actually reject tradition in magic. And we have him to thank for the magic sigil system that we now have. So magic sigils are symbols that we can create. And there are a couple of ways that we can go about creating these sigils. But once they're created, it is the idea that through gnosis, which is a term for alternate states of consciousness. You focus your intention and your will and strong belief into these symbols. And these symbols will speak to your subconscious. And because we know that your subconscious governs about 90% of your actions, through this method, you will be able to manifest things into your life. These alternate states of consciousness can be achieved two ways. One is called the inhibitory form. And that just means through meditation, yoga, or like sensory deprivation. And the other form is excitatory. And that just means by dancing, chanting, drumming, etc. Now, Peter J. Carroll and Ray Sherwin were two English occultists who, in the late 1970s, co-founded the Illuminatus Thanotheros, also known as the IOT, which was a 
fraternity of chaos magicians. But in the 1980s, Sherwin left because that was exactly what they were all against. They were not supposed to be organized. No organized religion. Chaos magic is supposed to be about not following tradition and not becoming attached to any one single belief. Phil Hines is another well-known name when it comes to chaos magic. He is the author of the book Condensed Chaos, and in his book, he goes over a few core principles. Number one, the avoidance of dogmatism. So just because other people perform certain rituals or have a certain way of doing a ritual, that doesn't mean that you have to. Number two, personal experience is paramount. So nobody can tell you what the truth is. You have to experience it for yourself, right? So don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Number three, technical excellence. So this doesn't mean that you could just do whatever you want. That would just make you very sloppy and messy and a really bad practitioner. Also, there's this misconception that chaos magicians can just take whatever they want from other beliefs or religious systems and apply it. It's not about taking something and making it your own. It's more about if it works for you, use it and then let it go. Also, the word taking has its bad connotations when it comes to chaos magic. So it's more like you're incorporating something into your magic workings. Okay, so let's dive a little deeper into this core principle because I feel like this is where most people kind of get confused or misunderstand it. So let's say that for whatever reason, your magical working required the assistance of Archangel Gabriel. He's the Archangel of Communication. Now, let's say that you don't necessarily believe in angels, but because you've done your research on Archangel Gabriel, you acknowledge that he is the patron saint of communication. Now, as a true chaos magician, you are going to use belief as a tool. So you are going to place your belief and your faith completely on Archangel Gabriel. And then maybe you'll recite a prayer and you are going to do this wholeheartedly. Once your magical working is done, you can forget about it. If you get the results that you were looking for, then obviously you'll know that your magical working was successful and it worked. And you can move on to your next magical working. But you don't necessarily have to continue to believe in Archangel Gabriel. You can just do away with that. It was just a tool to get you the results that you wanted. And this is part of why chaos magic is controversial. Because why wouldn't you continue to believe in something that worked for you. And this is because chaos magic teaches us that the world is just an illusion that practitioners can control. Those who practice chaos magic change their perception of the world in order to actually change the world around them. 
And that's the idea. You don't want to get attached to one single belief or one way of doing magic. And a lot of the times, practitioners are known to use fictional characters. Someone out there might be using Batman for their magical workings. And hey, if it works, it works. It goes back to that second core principle. And this doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, fictional beings. It can also be a spell or an incantation that you've heard on a movie or a TV show. You know, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who have tried the binding spell from the craft. I bind you, insert name here, from doing harm, harm against other people and harm against yourself. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But once you've used it, you gotta throw it away. The fourth principle is deconditioning. And that's just reprogramming your brain, right? It's deconditioning from beliefs and attitudes of society. And in doing so, you can become less attached and widen your reality. And number five is diverse approaches. So you're not tied to one specific god or deity. Chaos magicians are free to choose from any available magical system, television show, literature, religion, etc. It's very appealing to those who don't want to believe in another sky god or deity. If you're just looking for results, then this is the method for you. And here's a little side note about chaos magic. Even though it is acknowledged that chaos magic is a label and that it has its own system, if the day ever comes where chaos magic is not, you know, the tool for your result, then as a true chaos magician, you can just drop it. Let me word it this way. So if you try something new or something taboo, then you're practicing chaos magic. But if it becomes part of your ritual, then it ceases to be chaos magic. This system of magic is, for some reason, a little bit harder to grasp than others. And maybe it's the word chaos or the way we see it referenced in, you know, Hollywood. Take, for example, the Scarlet Witch in the Marvel Universe. So it was made known that Wanda is a chaos witch. And as a chaos magician, she is the most powerful being. Why is she the most powerful being? Well, we have to go back to that word, chaos. According to Peter Carroll in his book, Libernal. Chaos is the force that caused life to evolve itself out of dust. It's the all. It's God, remember? It's the formless before the form? Okay. And again, they're not tied to one specific set of traditional rules or beliefs. They can incorporate and mix different ideas, rituals, and, and religions, and other systems of magic. And this is because it is understood that in order to be able to change your reality, you have to be able to change your mind. 
But of course, in the movie, they made Wanda a villain, so it's easy to become confused. You guys know what? To be honest, this whole episode kind of felt like a rant. Because chaos magic is a lot more deeper than just mixing systems and, you know, creating sigils. But I hope that this episode was educational and that it helped a little bit to better understand what chaos magic is. And you know, if you're a chaos magician and you want to talk about it so that we can all better understand it, please let me know because this is a very interesting topic and honestly, I would like to keep learning and it would be awesome to hear from your experiences with it. So email me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com or you can add me on Instagram and you can message me through there. My Instagram is lauralavender.mb. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.